Welcome, brothers on Nuggets. Tell you what, brother. Oh, give me your best Randy Savage. Come on, Will. Oh, yeah. Step into the Slim Jim. Step into the Slim Jim. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what, brother. I love that meme when... uh, when him and Hulk Hogan are thinking about shaking hands, but they're they're not they're not quite ready to shake hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Good stuff. Do you guys have a favorite wrestler of all time? Um, I, I you know there's several that come to mind, but I was a big Stone Cold Steve Austin guy. Um, you know, he came out when I thought I was rebelling, which I never really rebelled that much. But I thought his antics were awesome. I loved the beer bath that he gave the McMahons. Uh, I loved how he Stone Cold stunned every single McMahon, even Mrs. McMahon. Um, that dude was a badass, and I enjoyed him. Like I enjoy The Rock as well, but for me, and like The Undertaker, and I even enjoy Kane. Kane back in the day, but for me, uh, definitely Stone Cold Steve Austin. I I love Stone Cold, and what's been cool is his uh, social media posts over the past year have been, like, mm-hmm. right on point. You know what I mean? Did you ever watch his uh, Skull Island, where, like, these people have to compete on these really tough obstacle courses? It's pretty cool, because, like, some people have, like, mental breakdowns. That's not cool, but, like, Stone Cold goes <laughs> over and talks to him. Yeah. He goes over and talks to him and gives him, like, you know, like, like helps him out. And, like, he seems like a legitly, legitly, legit nice guy. Yeah, he seems like a good dude, huh? Will, do you have a favorite wrestler, pro wrestler? Yeah, I mean, R- R- Rock was obviously a big one, but uh, uh, Mick Foley, Mankind. <laughs> I, lo- I love Mankind. <laughs> Taking a dirty sock and shoving it down someone's throat. <laughs> Mr. Socko! Oh, man, he was crazy. I love Mick Foley. It just it makes me laugh. Mick Foley makes me laugh. His Mick- entry music when he was Mankind was pretty creepy. It was very creepy when he was mankind. Yeah. Dude love. When he was dude love. Dude love. <laughs> he just makes me laugh, dude. Mr. Sacco makes me laugh. I also really liked Ray Mysterio Jr. Uh, that's WC. Yeah, he was cool. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I'll echo Mick Foley. I really liked him. I also went through when they first started a Degeneration X yep. phase. Yep. Uh, Badass Billy Gunn. Yeah. I still, have that. Yeah. I still have that shirt. The yes, Rock. The Rock, though, is my favorite. The Rock's my favorite. Stone Cold's yeah. up there. Hulk Hogan's up there. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily put this guy up there, but I really enjoyed him when he first came out. And it was kind of the tail end of my WWE, WWF life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, when John Cena first came out, he cracked me up he cracked me up he thought he was a white rapper and he used to wear like an actual chain with like chain locks on it before he got big and mainstream i thought i thought oh this guy's awesome yeah Um, quick funny story tim and i were in a parks and rec class and that was his ring (laughs) tone 
I put his phone on silent, and then you know, just like Dave, oh, no, no. <laughs> I'm in class, right in the middle of class. And then, like, I think it was Hammersley, like, had no idea what was going on. <laughs> Man, making a crap. That's funny. What happens? Uh, well, hey guys, guess what? I received a phone call today about an hour ago, and guess who has a snow day? You do? Yeah, snow day. You don't even have a. You don't even have teach online. Nope, just a real deal snow day. Wow, a real snow day. A real snow day. Awesome. That means you can drink more. Too bad there's not a Nuggets game on, but you can drink more. Oh man, talking about the Nuggets last night just depresses me. So I don't know, man. Before we get into that, are we going to do our uh, bracket challenge, the Bros on Nugs bracket challenge? Yeah. Yes, we'll be doing a Bros on Nugs bracket cha- challenge, and I'll we'll invite all. But who's setting that up? Which one of us? Well, uh, it was my idea, so I can do it. But I just kind of assumed you would because you have everybody's emails already. Yeah. Yep. Okay, I can give that a shot. We will f- figure out what uh, what they will win. Maybe like a, a Nuggets jersey or something. That's what we were talking about for the winner. Yeah, that's what we'll do. And um, if you had a Nuggets team all time, that would would be your pick to win the NCAA championship. Who would it be? Like, off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, Dikembe Mutombo, Jokic, Melo, uh, oh, uh, Chauncey Billups, and a shooting guard. We'll go with David Thompson. It's a pretty big squad, man. That's awesome. Uh, play some 2-3 zone, man. College basketball. Don't move. It's like an all-time Nuggets team. I like it. I was like thinking, you know – what is it, 2006 or whatever, Nuggets? Oh. But no, I like it. No, I like I like thinking outside the box. Like, hey, what, what, if I had to pick, you know, position out of all those, uh, what team am I taking to the tourney? And I, I like it, Tim. You know, M- Melo did win the national championship. So he, ha- he has to definitely be your small forward. Good job. And Billups, Mr. Big Shot. I think, I think that Cunningham kid from Oklahoma State is about to take OSU on a run. Uh, at least to the Sweet 16. Do you guys have thoughts? He, he reminds me of Mello, I guess, is what I'm saying. Yeah, he's just – he's so inconsistent in the first half of games. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's deadly in the second half, but he's so inconsistent in the first half. And, uh, I, yeah, there are several teams in the Big 12 that I think could be pretty deadly in the in – the, uh, Man, Texas in the, getting hot right when you need to. Dude, if Texas is hitting the three, they're like a legit Final Four team. But that really depends on how they're shooting, just like every other basketball team ever, I suppose. So, Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, we should give a shout-out to the Buffs. I know they lost by a point, and it was brutal, but McKinley Wright is the real deal, and I don't get why he doesn't get any more love nationally. Can anyone explain that to me? Is that the kid from Colorado Springs? No, McKinley Wright is their point guard who... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. 
He's like the only dude in Pac-12 history to have 1,600 points, 800 rebounds, and 800 assists or something crazy like that. Ever in the history of the Pac-12. I like uh, I like what CU's doing, man. I like what the, the, the thing is, is when it comes tournament time, those teams that have, you know, juniors and seniors, in my opinion, are the ones that, like, granted a few teams that have had one and dunners have won national championships. But if you look consistently over the years, I bet you we can find that, you know, teams that are building programs actually win more national championships. I don't have those statistics. I'm just, that's just observation. Uh, yeah, I think, I think you're right, Tim. That's why, like, CU and Texas and, and those schools that have that senior and junior leadership, I think, yeah. would be really dangerous. Yeah, when you take that leadership and then mix it with, like, a, a freshman who's mm-hmm. amazing, that's why mm-hmm. OSU, I think, has a chance to – just quote me now. OSU will at least make it to the Sweet 16, just saying that. Uh, and I'm, I mean, not, they- I'm, not, I'm not an Oklahoma State fan. And, no, um, right. But, Baylor's legit, and they beat Baylor the other night. So, yeah, yeah. They, they're the first team in the history of the NCAA to beat what was it, eight ranked teams in a matter of sixteen days or something crazy like that. Anywho, that's neither here nor there because this is a Nuggets podcast, and uh, we like to stick to the Nugs. I'm just, I'm pumped for the tourney, man. I'm pumped for that we have a tourney. Do you know when it, my heart? My heart was close to being broken, but you know what broke it last March when they got rid of the tourney? COVID. COVID destroyed the tourney. Yeah. They're brutal, man. I was thinking of that last year. Like, they canceled canceled tournaments. They canceled the big tournament. I was, oh, just replaying it over and over again in my mind is brutal. Yeah. Do we get to blame Rudy Gobert for all of it? Can he be the one? Yes. That just, yeah. Okay. He ruined the NBA. It's just that all answer. Rudy Gobert's fault. This is not real. That's what Frenchmen sound like, I think. Oh. <laughs> Do you think he makes his own ratatouille? Yes. Do you think he likes crepes? He loves crepes. <laughs> are, right. those little, are those those little thin pancakes? They're those tiny little thin pancakes. Oh, I love those. Um, Chris Dorzinski was supposed to be uh, PA. Chris Dorzinski was supposed to be our guest. I hung out with him yesterday, and he had committed. And as only Chris Dorzinski does, he's like, "I'm not doing it, man. Not doing it today." So. Oh, so he had, he had a good little buzz going last day, and you convinced him, and now he's like, I can't do it. Correct. Yes. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, My name's Chris Dozinski. I cannot do this. And the only reason, <laughs> the only reason I, I mean, I'm upset on a few levels about that, but the, the main reason is I wanted to ask him about cutting people open. Uh, well, he had some pretty, pretty graphic stories, man. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't, he won't share them unless you ask. Yeah. But if you he's, ask him, man. He's got some messed up stories, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm always just curious. I, I used to ask uh, our nurse, Chad, when he was a flight for life helicopter guy. He, he has a couple of real, real, real intense stories as well. It just get, it gives me a greater appreciation for what those people do. 
and, and to kind of understand what they do and what they go through uh, is part of my curiosity. Yeah, dude, they're intense and they save people's lives, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Jokic showed well at the All-Star game. Do you guys have any thoughts? Uh, yeah, he got robbed on the MVP. Um, mm-hmm. He looked like a kid out there. I loved it. It was fun to see him just relax and enjoy the game. Uh, you could tell everybody, not everybody, the majority of the people in the NBA really like him and think he's fun to play with and enjoy his personality. Um, yeah, man, I think, you know, what, I mean, he had he had several assists. I don't know his stats, but he had, you know, he didn't get a triple-double, but he was well on his way if he'd have gotten a few more minutes. Oh, that's what I thought, Tim. I was like, if he gets to play as many minutes as he did in the first quarter, the rest of the game, he's yeah. going to have a triple-double, which he was I going to. is rare in an All-Star game. He would have gotten one, but I don't know. I don't know what happened there. I didn't watch the whole thing. He he definitely wanted to get an alley oop. He wanted someone to throw him an alley oop, and finally uh, Luca did. Uh, but there were several times that he was jumping up. Yeah, absolutely. Zach. Doesn't matter. Hey, Will, what uh, what do you think, man, about the All Star game? Oh, yeah. I it, Again, he was just having a blast, man. Um, Giannis really likes him. They were having fun. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw on, on, on Twitter, uh, Murray was roasting a little bit for his, his hops on one of those alley-oops. Um, but, yeah, again, I, I, I know you guys wanted to see him play more minutes. I'm glad he didn't because uh, <laughs> yeah, I wanted him to get some rest because he plays the most minutes pretty much in the whole NBA. So I'm thinking more of not just the All-Star game, but I was thinking after the break, but he looks fine. So uh, it, it was good to see him, uh, you know. I, I'm happy that he, he didn't have to – I wish he would have shot more, like outside shots, because I think that should be more on display. I think the one thing that bothers me more, not just about the All-Star – um, game for Jokic is an all-star weekend and, and I get why they didn't do it and I know we were talking about this last week is that I wish they did the um, the Rising Stars game because it would have been cool to see Faku in MPJ but uh, again with COVID completely understand why they weren't trying to do that it, uh, I honestly think like, I know we were talking about it and I, I picked Jamal out of the team to do the um, skills challenge but with Sabonis winning, I mean, I think Faku could have beat him. But, uh, yeah, but overall, fun weekend. The, uh, those jerseys are horrendous. What are they it, doing this year? They're, well, the All-Star jerseys the past few years have been awful. I don't know. Yeah. Bad. Go, go, back, go back to the basics. Make them clean. Just make them rep, you know, whatever conference and, like, you know, the, like, the, the Western Conference jersey should have a big freaking W on it, like, you know, with, like, Ice Cube. That's just, like, what Western Conference should be. So, and then the Eastern Conference jersey should have, um, I don't know, Biggie or something on it. Huh. Yeah. They need to go back to an, an, a, a legit East versus West. None of this, yeah. like, team draft, like, oh, Team LeBron versus Team Durant. Uh, I would do Worlds against the U.S. again. I liked World Against that, the U.S., and I think that's World versus the U.S. or East versus West, that, that sparks my interest a little bit more. Uh, but like we were talking before we went live, I've lost all All-Star games. I don't know. Hockey's is still pretty cool. Their skill challenge is fun. Yeah, you're right. The hockey skill challenge is really fun. And that's coming up here soon. The, the slap shot and the speed skating. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, Slappy Speeds, man. Slappy Speeds. All the other ones. Slap of the best. Slap of the best, man. Slap of the best, man. When I lived in Hawaii, I did go to the Pro Bowl. And that was... Yeah, I mean, like, it's still just a big joke, but it was pretty cool to see live. And Sierra was the halftime entertainment. Uh -uh. Uh Uh-uh. Yeah. He made you want a one-two step. (laughs) Always. Always. Uh, <laughs> One, two, step. Remember when I thought she was over Maphrodite? Yes. I thought that was Rihanna. Oh, Rihanna. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, well, that might still be a real thing. I was way off, dude. Ciara is like one of the most beautiful people on earth. We we used to be in awe with her athleticism. Is that Russell Wilson video? still married to her? Yeah, Russell yeah. Wilson. They have three kids together. Uh, off topic, Tim, you'll be really happy. There's a new um, Shakira video. Mm, Timmy likey Shakira. <laughs> new Shakira video? Yeah. Yeah, with Black Eyed Peas. You should, you should no watch way. it. Just yeah, Tim would really like it. Are they trying to transport us back all the way to like 2004? She hasn't aged. <laughs> she looks like she's like 20-something. I'm serious. It's crazy. She's in her 40s, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know but, who else um, is almost in their 40s? It's worth a Google. You should Google it. Google. I'm right. making YouTube. <laughs> who else is almost uh, One viewer, please don't watch it right now. You should. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I could put it up on our live stream. We could just sit and watch Shakira videos for a Oh, great. Um, I was also pumped up about Jokic's display in the All-Star game. I thought, like Tim said, he was on his way to a triple-double. Um, and if only they allowed him to play the whole game, it would have been over. Uh, Jokic missed a dunk last night. What would you guys think about that? I just love the fact that he's actually dunking this year. So if he's going to miss one here and there, I'll take it. The dad bod god used to not dunk, and now he does. Love it. It was actually kind of cool, Tim. Do you did you see it? Was it in the second half? No, it was in the second quarter. I think. Uh, I, I don't know. I was really struggling with my headache. Well, he took. It was one of those where like it wasn't a regular Jokic dunk. Like he tried to actually like two nah. steps from the free throw line, try to throw down one handed, like hard, and he missed. But it was cool. Yeah, I like the effort. Keep it dunking, buddy. Keep it dunking. Um, all right, Will, any thoughts on his missed dunk? Did you see it? Yeah, man, I mean, it, no, no worries there. He's just trying to get the team going. It was a really crappy second quarter, so. Right. Like, like trying to get the motivation here, get everything going. Are uh, we in trouble, guys? No. No. Okay, no, so what was rough? What was rough about yesterday? Um, I mean, I have my thoughts on excuses, but what was rough about yesterday? Our effort? Yeah, our effort. I, f- I felt like, uh, you know, that first quarter we came out and we got a 10 nothing lead. And I was like, oh, here we go. We're going to be rolling. Uh, but I really feel like we had a lack of ethic effort. I think we were, I don't know. I mean, I think we were tired from, from you know, playing a tough game the night before and travel. Uh, you know, obviously this is the NBA, the second half of this season is going to be like that there's going to be a lot of close games there's going to be a lot of back and forth a lot of games played in a short period of time um 
So I think, I think honestly, I think we were, we were a little tired. I think we took, um, you know, I think we kind of took the Mavericks for granted based on their record. We kind of thought we could win here. Uh, I just felt like that second quarter, like first quarter, even though we didn't close out that first quarter well, I was kind of like, okay, we're going to, we're going to play with them. And in that second quarter, the second and third quarters, um, granted again, I didn't watch the second half, but the second and third quarters from what I saw, um, second quarter was rough. And I just think, I think we lacked energy. I think, uh, we didn't have, we, we didn't, it didn't seem like we really wanted to be playing that night. I mean, uh, I, obviously Jokic and, uh, MPJ played well, uh, as did Barton. Barton had another 20 plus point game. Uh, the three of those guys had 72 points combined. Um, Jamal Murray going into the all-star break, I was worried about MPJ and is MPJ going to stay healthy? And is MPJ going to come back and be able to continue to play? I guess I should have been worried about Jamal Murray. Um, Jamal Murray started off the season slow. He came back these last few games before the break. Jamal was being Jamal. He was playing well. He was averaging 20-plus points a game. You know, he was getting seven, eight, nine rebounds. Same with assists. And he was really balling well. But he's kind of struggled these first two games back. Um, and I'm not sure what's going on with him. And it's disappointing to see him struggle. But I'm really hoping he'll put it back together here in these next games coming up because we're going to need him. Uh, even those other three guys are playing great. We need Jamal to play better than what he's been playing. Uh, I think he had, what, two points uh, a couple nights ago, and I think he only had three points last night. Three or four. Or no, I think he had five points last night. Something like that. I, that's we need, we need more from him. So to see him playing that way again, is uh, it hurts. It hurts. It's hard to watch him play like that. Um, but it's nice to see MPJ playing consistently, continuing to do what he does. Uh, it's great. I was like I just said, I was worried about him going into the going into the break, knowing he was going to be traveling. Uh, but he came in with his head on right, and he's doing his thing. So is Jokic, like always. And you know, Matt, Matt props to Matt props to Barton. We all dog on him a whole lot, and you know, he's he's tied to some trade rumors right now. But that dude's come out and played in the second, you know, first two games post uh, post the All Star game, and I, you know, you got to respect that. It was nice to get Green back last night and Nanji. Um, obviously you can tell they haven't played in a little while. They're a little rusty. Um, you know, and, 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 and same, same, same goes with, uh, same goes with Millsap. So I think as people are getting healthier, it's going to be great. And we're going to be good down the stretch. Um, you know, prior to last night, we had won five games in a row, all on the road. Uh, it's sad that our road record is better than our home record. And I hope we can really just figure this out here moving on. Yep. It is sad that our home record's worse than our road re- record. Uh, Theo J, how you doing, man? Hi. What do you think about the Nuggets? No, no comment. Did he burp? Um, I think it was like a confusion burp. <laughs> that wasn't him. It says it wasn't him. But um, so I mean, you know, as always, Tim Tim covered the wide base of everything that Can you is. Tell him about race cars? No, we're talking about the Nuggets, kiddo. Um, about what's going on right now. Yeah, I, I think uh, the last <laughs> the last um, two games, not that Josh Richardson is a great defender or Dylan Brooks, but um, uh, other teams have been really focused on pressuring Jamal and making it hard, mm-hmm. even just inbounding the ball. Like the, I think it was like the first quarter, that, that a couple possessions where like Richardson wouldn't even let him inbound the ball to Murray. I'm um, mm-hmm. probably just kind of getting under Murray's skin a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. 
But it's not like Mur like people haven't tried to do this with Murray before in the past. I still think his shot's just off from the break. Um, whatever reason that is. Maybe he needs to meet his uh, his good friend from Kentucky again uh, to get to get rolling uh, and start start feeling the flow uh, a, a little bit. Um, hey, Will Barton's been playing great, and you know how much I I rag on Will the Thrill. The last five games, he's been averaging twenty points and five boards, five assists. So uh, it's that's been really nice to see because if. If we're going to do a deep run in the playoffs, he needs to be a contributor. What's cool to be, see, too, is that MPJ and him have been playing well because we we need him to. And I know uh, MPJ got in foul trouble early last night, so it, 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 it kind of slowed that first quarter for him. But after that, he's really started knocking down some threes. I think what really concerns me, um, and, and it, this has to do with injuries. Yeah, that's a lot of snow, huh? Uh, it has a lot to do with the injuries is – our bench, like if you look at our bench uh, field goals last night, we were six for like 25. It's brutal. I mean, our bench scoring has been terrible the last two games. I mean, we escaped out of the, um, the Grizz game barely with, with, with poor bench performance. And then, you know, Dozier hasn't, didn't shoot well last night. And it, it, it's hard when, when we don't have the depth that we need to be successful off the bench, but no Monte last night really hurt us. Uh, I, I think it's a little bit of a different game last night with Monte and, and something when I, what's going to be curious, which is always um, interesting is what do our rotations look like when everybody comes back healthy? You know, how do we reintegrate to Michael Green, Paul Millsap, Harris uh, and, and Hampton? If we if we play Hampton at all, so I think that's going to be key moving forward. But bench was terrible. Jamal, man, couldn't hit the broad side of the bar in the last two games. So big part of it. Jokic almost dropped a trip dub, uh, an assist away from a triple, another triple double. Uh, amazing pass on his back, by the way, last night. That was that was cool to see. Um, but it, Porzingis, man, and those guys. I, I think they made like 18 threes last night, 19 threes. So another El Guapo defending the three-point line. It's a, it's a big part of when we're successful. Do we defend it well? Do we rebound well? If not, it's going to be a long night. And I just think the, the Mavericks are starting to shoot better. Um, final note on this game, I really, really I, – I appreciate him, but I dislike Luka Doncic. Got yeah. It. Dude. He's just, he just, I know people probably say the same, same thing about Jokic, but I think he's a little bit more uh, complainer and, and crybaby, but uh, it's so frustrating in so many calls that he just complains about. And mm -hmm. It's just really annoying. All of them. He complains about all of them. All the time. All the time. It, it feels like he now. should get fouled all the time. I said he's the biggest crybaby in the NBA earlier on this season, early on in one of our shows. I totally sure. agree with you, man. People think this about Jokic, but I think he's worse. So uh, That's my take on the Dallas game. Really hard to watch. It's frustrating. Jokic um, is he, he No, go he ahead. Praise for them to get the calls correct. Tim, would you he like a timeout? Tim, you want to timeout? No, about Doncic. No, we're good. I think we. I think I did one about Doncic a while ago. I was just agreeing with both. Okay, so now time out with Tim right now. If you want me to do it, I mean. Yep, time out with Tim. I mean, Will, Will kind of got me going. Um, I'm going to have to agree with him. Look at Doncic. He's a big crybaby. He complains so much. 
he's not fouled half the time and he throws his hands up. There was at one point where it should have been called a jump ball, uh, but they called a foul on, um, I think our little man there, they called a foul on uh, Capazzo and it should have been a jump ball. And uh, Luca was like, I'm shooting, I'm shooting. And you could see the ref even shake his head like, no, no, you're not. And he kept complaining and talking to the ref. The dude complained so much last night that he got another technical. Um, and may, may, maybe maybe this is because he's young. I mean, there's a lot of factors that could play into it. Obviously, he's been playing professionally over in Europe since he was like 15. Um, you know, but this is one of those things where you're used to getting your way. And um, I think it's bullshit. And I think there are times where he complains so much that it actually affects the officiating on the other end of the court. And I think that's bullshit. I think he just needs to man up and learn how to play this game like a man and stop complaining every time he thinks he got fouled. You're a big dude. You're big. I don't know how – what is he, 6'6", six, 6'7"? Six, six, yeah. Like, be, just be big and strong and physical. Like, go back and watch the NBA in the 80s and 90s and even before that. Guys that size didn't let ticky-tack fouls stop them. You know? They would finish it. They would finish the dunk, finish the layup, and then turn to the official. They wouldn't just start complaining right away. Um, and I think that's the downfall for him. You know, I think he's fun to watch at times. But at the end of the day, I find him incredibly annoying with how much he complains to the officials. It's it's constant. Watch a game with him. Any game. Watch what he does. Any dead ball. Any free throw. Any chance he's got, he's chirping and complaining to an official. And I think he needs to just shut up and play. Yeah, man. Uh, Luke is annoying, dude. He's so annoying. Um what was weird about last night's game, so we've played against Porzingis uh, a number of times now uh, when he was with New York and since he's been with Dallas. And every time we played Porzingis, I was like, thank God he's awful. And then all of a sudden, yeah, all of a sudden last night, he's not awful. And I think that's because Jokic is guarding him. That, that um, back and forth between them was fine. The problem is we went away from Yoke. Like, Yoke could have gotten Porzingis in some sort of foul trouble, gotten him in some sticky situations, but we didn't keep going back to Jokic, and it really bothered me because if we keep going back to Jokic, Porzingis putting effort in on the defensive end, and he's gathering fouls, and then maybe he's not effective offensively. We allowed Porzingis to get in a zone that I think that dude hasn't been in in a long time, and that really frustrated me. Um, Jokic guarding him helped him because he knew he could shoot from the outside um that matchup defensively for Jokic was not good I'd rather have Paul Millsap or Jermichael Green on him but for whatever reason throughout the game Jokic continued to guard Porzingis um made no sense to me defensively offensively Porzingis was matched up on Jokic intentionally it seemed to be a coaching thing that uh the Mavs wanted to do and um, it did not work out in our favor. I just felt we stayed away from Yoke when we should have just kept kind of constantly going to him and letting him kind of bully uh, Porzingis a little bit. Well, they, they doubled well with Plato. And these teams that kind of are able to send another decent size big at us with a, with a, with a, like a, a really semi light double. Listen, we gotta make that. We gotta make open shots, and when Jamal Murray's shooting, you know, two, three for fourteen, if you're not defense honest, it's gonna be a rough Yeah, Will, your your audio is a little funky, but I get what you're saying. Um, oh, sorry, no, it's okay. 
Uh, I get what you're saying, and that is they did show really well towards Jokic and try to make other people score. And it was pretty obvious when Jamal Murray didn't make any shots at all whatsoever that they were very comfortable uh, double-teaming Yoke or at least showing towards Yoke and allowing Murray to try to do anything which he didn't do. So I felt like uh, Barton and uh, MPJ really, really reacted well early to those double teams because in that first quarter, yeah. in that first quarter when Jokic was getting double-teamed, he was getting assists. Um, granted, it fell off as the game went on uh, from what I watched. Uh, but that first quarter, we were doing it right and doing it well. We just stopped hitting shots. So that, that's that's frustrating. Tim, You're right. I agree as well. We, we need Murray shooting better for that. Tim, would you say we were doing it and doing it and doing it well? I must have, yeah. You represent a queen. I was raised up in Brooklyn. Yeah. You nailed it. Sorry. Uh, he nailed it. <laughs> yeah, I loved that video back in the day. Uh, who didn't? Yeah, it was awesome. And that, that's one of my favorite uh, LL Cool J songs. Um, my favorite LL Cool J song is the one with Boysterman. Oh yeah, mine too. Mine too. Yeah, and then I also like Deepest Bluest. My hat is a shark's fin. Um, from from the movie Deep Blue Sea. I also liked his, uh, there was a rap battle between him and Cannabis uh, back in the day. Oh, mm-hmm. And uh, LL Cool J's response to Cannabis's uh, rap was awesome. I forget the name of it, though. I know what you're talking about. I feel like we re- listened to that recently, Dave. Did you really? Yeah, I think I was with you. I think we were listening to it. Yeah. Or with Will. I mean, I don't know. I think it was with you or all of us. Um, we went down that tunnel of rap battles. Who would win between a fight between Dr. Dre and LL Cool J? They both worked out a lot. Oh, you mean like in a 50-year-old old man fight? Yeah. I think LL Cool J wins. I don't know their heights, though. I don't know their numbers. I need their numbers. Right. Yeah, I that reach. Gotta go with Dre. He's from the streets. Yeah, he's from Compton, man. I, I would also like to lean towards Dre, but I think there's a part of me that thinks that LL Cool J is just a little more athletic. I don't know what it is. I think LL Cool J is in legit shape, and I think Dr. Dre had some help. Yeah, he's in steroid shape. Steroid yeah. shape. Yeah. So you got to give that to LL. I'm sorry. And if you guys are into rap music, you should look at uh, Busta Rhymes' workout that he did to lose close to 100 pounds. Yeah. That was and, pretty- and Method Man. Method Man's ripped now, too. Is he? Yeah. M-E-T-H-O-D, man. Is my uh, audio on a delay? No, you're better now. For a while there, it was a little funky, but you're good. Um, All right, guys. What did you think of the earned jerseys? They're sick! (laughs) Go ahead, Timmy. Okay, yeah, they're sweet. I like them. Uh, There's... Uh, obviously, there's the earned jerseys throughout the NBA, and there's only like three or four teams that don't have any names on the front, and we're one of them. Uh, I like this logo that's on it. I think it's slick. Yeah, um, you two are repping it. Nice work. Yeah, yeah, he no. has the correct one. Mine's a little different because it has uh, got the mountain in it. That's right. Yeah, this I got this shirt on the uh, virtual T-shirt toss. I randomly went to the Nuggets website and entered to win one. And won one, just like I it went onto the Nuggets website the other day and entered to win a. Uh, Earned a jersey as well. I did as um, well. I, Me too. I like them. 
I, I think they're sweet. I think it's fun play on our current colors in our uniform, and I, I like them better than our uh, I like them better than our flat iron red ones, mm-hmm. um, which are just horrible. Um, I like them. I'll be getting one at some point here in the near future. They're super cool. When will we get a retro jersey with like that minor with the red beard? Like when next year? Is that coming back? What oh, is his cool. name? What is what's the miner's name? God, why can't I remember that right now? You guys remember? Sorry. Uh, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember his name off the top of my head. Is it David? Is it Dirk Diggler? <laughs> I'm gonna find out right now for you. But um yeah, we need that. I was hoping that they might have that on maybe at least the shorts. Right. Because they always do the mountain and the thing on the shorts, but I, they're still sweet. Um, I, I'm getting that jersey the moment I can buy it on DHgate. Yeah, that's already there, Will. They're what? on DHgate. 35 bucks, Most expensive jersey on DHgate right now. Oh, I think still do it. Because those are like easy if you tried to buy it on NBA store. It's like 100 something. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I looked it up yesterday. They have them on DHgate. Already? Wow, DHgate. Do they have them with the silver swoosh? Oh, that's no. what you got to be, right? Oof. That's where they get you. See, I I, I found their uh, their Mile High City Edition jerseys on DHK, but it doesn't have the Jumpman logo. And well, you can't you can't do that. Yeah, I can't find the Jumpman one. Yeah. No, but I, that, that's that's my problem is is those two jerseys. I'm gonna want the silver swoosh, and Correct. I'm gonna want the Jumpman. And this is and that's and how this, they're gonna get me. This is the earned jerseys. I don't often buy. Uh, like brand fresh new jerseys, but if I can buy a silver swoosh earned jersey, I think that's gonna happen. You know, like, who would you pick? Silver swoosh, though. Otherwise, it's- who's the player? Who's your player? You get who you get to pick with the new earned jersey? Oh goodness! I mean, if I could get a Hampton, that's what I'd get. But uh, if not, I get a I'll get a Jokic, man. I'd get a Jokic. Oh. Yeah, like I uh, like Dave, I have that Jokic one that I bought on DH Gate not too long ago that I really like, but I might go Yoke. Um, but I was also thinking Jamal. I'd like to have a Jamal jersey, and I think that'd be a good one to have of him. Um, I don't, I'm not quite there yet, but I, when I was looking at him last night, MPJ. I was thinking MPJ. MPJ. I was thinking MPJ. <laughs> no, not I yet. was almost there. I was like, are we getting close? I was like, do I get it? MPJ I'm going to. We're getting there. My Earth jersey is going to be MPJ. I'm doing it. I, I, I want to see how he finishes. I'm, I'm still nervous he's going to blow it or do something stupid. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get him by Pac-Man Jones jerseys back in the day. So, I mean. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. You, you Pac-Man jersey. You had a Pac-Man Jones jersey? No. Yeah, Rob, uh, jersey. Yeah. I, I, what's his name? Had it. Who had it? Uh, raffle. Oh, yeah. well, raffle did not you? Yeah, it was oh, raffle. You know, Raph is not listening, but um, happy Saint Totteringham's Day. Uh, the Arsenal won today, uh, and that was freaking awesome. So, there you go. Earn jersey, love it. Let's do it. DHK, here I come. $35 spent. Done. All right. Um, coming out of, okay, so I have a friend, his name is Ross. I know it's surprising that I have a friend who's also named Ross. Most surprising is I have a friend. 
Second most surprising is that his name is Ross. Uh, he texted me after the game, and he was like, John Morant got molested and should have been at the foul line. Uh, you guys' thoughts on the end no, of the Oh, no, no, dude. No. I, I think this was re- absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Jokic went straight up. It was great. And the last, you're not going to get that call. No one would get that call. You would have to probably make, what, maybe James Harden gets that call because he's Harden or CP3. Get out of here. No way, dude. No. No. And the the fact that they were bitching about that is just stupid. He was straight up. I I mean, honestly, if that happened to Jamal and it was someone else, you'd be like, no, dude, you're not going to call that. You can't. Yeah, they're just, there's just, it's just different in the last two minutes, typically. Typically, and 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 no, uh, even then, even if it wasn't the last two minutes, he was straight up. No, I'm glad you mentioned it because I thought that was absolutely ridiculous that they made a comment about it and they wanted. Uh, has anybody seen the two minute report? Has the NBA and all their glory said, "Oh yeah, yeah, he was fouled." No. The NBA came out and said the call stands. It was the correct call to make. And I'm sorry, man. There are times, and the NBA players don't do this. They play for the foul. But you got to play for the basket. Yeah. That's the idea of basketball is play to score. Don't play to get fouled. And that's the problem is, is, is Morant was playing to get fouled. He wasn't playing to make the basket. I felt like it was a good call in the moment. Uh, you know, would it have been a frustrating call if I was a Grizz fan? Yeah, but they, they got it correct. And there were points in that game where – Jokic and our team was getting fouled a lot harder than that and nothing was being called. This is a big boys game. This is the NBA. Put on your britches, go to the basket hard, and actually try to score and not go for a foul. And Because if, if he actually tries to score that basket, he probably actually does get fouled and gets the call. But he went up for the foul, and that was his own fault. And the call was correct. The NBA came out and said the call was correct. So there's no sour apology from the NBA coming about that one. So, uh, Ross, get over it. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Sal. Yeah, get over it. Way off on that one, bud. <laughs> yeah. Now, if only you had been way off on your computer programming. Uh, <laughs> she nailed and then decided to be a professor in it at multiple great schools. Except he teaches at, like, the rival school of Swanee, which is weird. Like, you think if you went to Swanee, you wouldn't want to teach at the rival school of your alma mater, which is what he does. Guess who's ever paying you to teach what you know? He's improving. Dave, put it this way. He's improving the education at your rival school. <laughs> he's sharing what he learned at Swanee, man. Maybe he's making them worse. Maybe that's his plan. That's his point. So are you saying Swanee had worse education? No, I'm I was trying to say Swanee intentionally making them worse is what he's saying. Yeah, Yeah. I'm saying maybe Ross and Rhodes so that he could intentionally make them dumber than said Swanee students. I don't know. I don't know. know. I don't know about that one, dude. Mm, I don't know. Swanee students I met were pretty smart. (laughs) Yeah, they were. They were actually really smart. Yeah, really big, smart people, smart fools. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, before we talk the Memphis game in further detail, uh, what is your guys' favorite snow day? 
thing, like when you were a kid, what did you love about snow days? Uh, our mother, as you know, Dave, used to always make us Rice Krispie treats. Mm. Um, and I'm a fiend for a good homemade Rice Krispie treat. Nothing better. Um, I mean, besides the fact you don't have to go to school, I mean, as a kid, like, woohoo, that's a win. Um, you know, sledding was always fun, especially when we lived in town and we could actually uh, go sledding with friends. Well, uh, besides just my brother, who I'd be like, come on, let's go outside, Dave. Like, oh, what was there? Um, oh, hey, you and I have. That's just messing, Dave. That's just messing. We need not get into. Uh, no, we don't need to get. I was just messing with you, anyways, to get a rise. Uh, okay. My, my, my favorite, my favorite is Rice Krispie treats. <laughs> and that's where it lands. <laughs> My favorite is Rice Krispie Treat. Rice Krispie. I love them. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for a good Rice Krispie Treat. You know, you butter the pan, you put it all, you know. Mm. Mm. You butter the pan. You butter the pan. <laughs> Tim, was last, just, when was last time you buttered a pan? I know that you recently had a kid, so. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to comment on that one, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, he cooks a bunch. He's he's a damn good cook. Sometimes you gotta just butter that pan. Gotta butter it. You gotta butter it on up. Butter the pan. Hey, get that little that golden yellow look. Yeah, yellow butter. Yellow butter. Bill, do you have a favorite snow day? Well, we had a decent hill outside my house, so we would we would my brother and I. We set up like a small little jump in the mid, halfway through the hill and go all the way up there. And Did you go know, down the road. Yeah, sometimes if we were getting fast enough, going into the cul-de-sac for sure. Well, I I assume when you were a kid, because I don't I don't remember there being homes up above you. Yeah, when we were younger, there weren't. Right. So we could go up pretty high, and I mean, and the good thing there's more trees up there now, so you can't you can't go as high as you want because there's more pines that have grown up there. Uh, but that was like a big wide area. Uh, perfect little sled hill for us when we had snow days. And then other than that, um, having chicken noodle soup that your daughter loves there, David Graff. She did. And, She's a and, uh, and watching The Price is Right. <laughs> That's a snow day memory. It's yeah, man. Whether sick... Whether it be sick days or snow days, if me and my brother were both home, we would watching Bob Barker and The Price is Right. Are you Price is Right was a sick day thing for me. Yeah, dude. Sick day, Price is and Right. And Jerry Springer. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, Jerry. Um, all cuddled up on the couch, shivering with a fever, watching Jerry. What kind of Price is Right, of Price is right um, players are you guys? Are you like a one-upper? Like, I'm going to go... 1001 or are you actually trying to get it i think there's time and strategy to use the one dollar time and strategy if you're the one of the last ones to pick and you know everybody overbid and you don't and you and you want to just play it safe then you use the one dollar if you're doing one dollar and there's still other people to bid after you you're pretty dumb you're pretty stupid yep does that happen ever i don't know i haven't watched yeah yeah, yeah, I've seen it happen. <laughs> like someone who just wanted to, you know, they're probably like, you know what? I just want to say one dollar. <laughs> I feel like Dave would do that. You'd be like, the guy next to him still have time to bid, and you go, one dollar. No. 
But you still can do it. I mean, because you, you might you, you might be thinking someone's got it, but the, the the next guy'd be like, oh, two dollars. Yeah, right. <laughs> I still think it's funny because uh, honestly, all this stuff is easily over like ten bucks, and they <laughs> are more. And they're like one dollar, one dollar. I don't want to outbid. No one uh, overbid, so one dollar. One dollar. <laughs> I always, so, I always, no, the next one should go fifty cents. Fifty cents. One cent. One cent higher. I one always cent. felt bad for the people who gave like a legit guess and were like really close, and the last person has no idea, and they go thirteen oh one. Yeah, and like they had no idea, and the guy previous to him said thirteen hundred or you know whatever thirteen hundred dollars. I could not. Yeah, and it's like bullshit, dude. You had no idea. You panic bid. <laughs> I also think it's very funny when old people get to spin the big wheel, <laughs> but then they get the dollar. Like they nail it. They nail get the thousand bucks because I can barely old old Edith can can barely get a rotation in, but it's perfect. <laughs> when was the last time you watched the Wheel of Fortune, Will? Um, probably about like three months ago with Drew Carey. He, 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 he's, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, Better than watching Bob Barker hit on all the um, models. No, so. no, I enjoyed that. That was fun. That was creeper old man style. <laughs> creeper old man, give me a kill. And he wanted you to neuter your pets. Neuter your pets. He did not. What about <laughs> neutering your pets? What are you talking about, dude? That's what he, he says at the end. Bob Barker would be like, remember, yeah. spade and neuter your, spade pets. Or neuter your pets. That's how he would sign off? He would say, yeah, help control the pet population. Don't forget to spade or neuter your pets. Wow. Do you remember that? Apparently, Dave did not watch. <laughs> Dave did not watch Wheel of Fortune. You know, we all know he would not do very good at Price is Right. No, he, he watched Price. it for the quantity, not the quality. <laughs> Dave was all about the models. I loved Price is Right, and I just don't remember him signing off that way. Sorry. Well, sorry, the price is wrong, bitch. (laughs) 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 I've heard there are rumors that there is a uh, there's another Happy Gilmore coming. Uh, Dan Patrick, it was the 25th, 25th anniversary of that movie. And uh, Dan Patrick interviewed, and it's pretty funny, he interviewed Adam Sandler and the guy who played Shooter McGavin. Look it up. Look it up, check it out, watch it. Check it Well, Dan Patrick, Dan Patrick's been in a lot of Adam Sandler movies. Yeah. They have, like, yeah. They have a really good friendship going, and they, they, he has Adam Sandler on a lot. Adam Sandler knows his stuff about uh, basketball uh, and New York baseball. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, they, the interview with uh, Shooter McGab was pretty funny, because uh, did you did you see Adam Sandler? It's like been twenty five years, haven't done it in twenty five years, and he does the Happy Gilmore run up and hit the ball. Oh yeah, yeah. And then the guy who played Shooter McGavin made a putt. But uh, yeah, yeah. And did the... Shooter. Yeah, look at it. It's funny. It takes you back. Yeah, and Grizzly Adams had a beard. And Grizzly <laughs> Adams had a beard. Oh, by the way, how's your beard growing? Go. It looks good. Uh, well, I'm only a week officially in, but yeah. It's pretty thick through here. Yeah, man. You're More so gonna, than normal. You're going to nail this beard growing thing. Yeah, I got nominated by my office to do it. I guess there's other people in my office doing it too. So, but I uh, Don't. let it go. You have to in the middle of summer. It sounds great. 
What do you win, Will? What do you win? I don't know. Uh, The city will determine. It's for the sesquicentennial. We'll determine who wins. And I can't remember. I I wasn't listening during the first meeting. Who? (laughs) Ron, are you paying attention? No. (laughs) I believe it was an old wooden ship. Yeah. (laughs) Diversity. It's an old, old wooden ship used during the Uh, war era. We'll see how far it goes, man. You're going to have competition in the... uh, and the for- urban forestry department. Yeah. <laughs> Those foresters, uh, they like their beards. Yes, they do. That'll be the main competition. If your average citizen can vote, I'm voting for William Davis. This would be a fun movie to like write a script for. The a documentary company. about me growing a beard? City beard competition where you have all these different departments from the city and they all know My it. wife won't kiss me anymore and I just don't know. If it's yeah. <laughs> right. And you're right. The urban de- the urban development uh, team, the urban forestry team is like, they're all just like, you know, uh, I don't know, lumberjacks. You know. Lumberjacks. <laughs> 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 Dave got robbed when Dave visited me in Houston. We went to a beer fest. And he entered a beard beard contest, and this is when Dave would let it go. And it was oh, like, I had it. Yeah, I was in. And and Dave entered, and the guy who won had like a barbered, cleaned up beard, and I was like, "That's bullshit." Uh, you know, I mean, I, I don't know, I don't remember a lot, but I remember the guy who won had that bullshit. Like, I just went to the barber, cleaned yeah, like so thick, but like, like yeah, yeah, like a Matt Foster beard, like perfectly. Yeah, like the angles and shaves are perfect. Yeah, yeah. And then Dave's just straight up out of Colorado winter. I was there with like pubes on my face. (laughs) (laughs) I was so mad that Tim got me into that. I was like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? All right, fine, I'll do it. Yeah, him and Octane 91, buddy. Yeah, I really get thrown into some situations because you assholes. I don't think the beard competition was that bad. You just had to stand up on stage. Yeah, man. <laughs> you just had to stand on stage. They're from Texas. They don't know what it is like to grow up in Colorado and actually need a big bushy beard. Right? Just for your warmth? Yeah. But we've digressed uh, for 40 minutes. We did. <laughs> <laughs> Not, maybe we don't want to talk about the Grizzlies today? Grizzly no, it's a good game. Um, first, if, if if you can, uh, oh, let's just go for it. My first note of that night was hopefully three chucking threes pays off for us because <laughs> we made no attempt to like get into the lane like we were just trying to shoot. Uh-huh. I had uh, my first note was MPJ not under control. Because he had chucked up a couple of ridiculous threes early on. The first, one, yeah, the first one was bad. There's one that I like to talk to you guys about on this. Um, Scott Hastings said something. Uh, who I think Jamal missed a three. And the rim, you could hear the rim, and it sounded tight. It sounded like a tight rim. And Scott goes, well, those, you know, like, uh, tight rims, not good for us. And then Chris Marlowe goes... Yeah, don't you love the sound of a tight rim? And I just thought Chris Marlowe has no clue what he's talking about. Because, like, you don't like the sound of a tight rim if you're a scorer, right? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, Marlowe. 
Did I set you guys up for that one or no? You like the sound of a tight rim? No, I'm talking about the rims. Marlo didn't know what a tight rim meant, I think is what I'm trying to say. Oh, man. um, That's comical, Dave. I remember hearing that and kind of thinking, uh, that's odd, but like moving on from it and not really thinking about it that much. But I'm, I'm glad you brought that up and, and, and reminded me because that's that's freaking hilarious. Yeah, no, he just that's hilarious. The fuck, <laughs> Marlo? Oh god! Like in real time, I was like, dude, you're just being stupid. Yeah. Like now you bring it up, I'm like, that's really fucking funny. Yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> funny. And Scott was like. You don't like a sound of a tight rim. And Chris is like, oh, yeah, tight rims, man. Yeah. <laughs> makes me mad I didn't appreciate it in the moment. <laughs> right? That's really freaking, that's really freaking funny. Yeah. It's really funny. Uh, this is not a family show. Um, what else? I thought it was weird, Millsap coming off the bench. Any thoughts? Uh, oh, my laugh is too loud. Right. It didn't feel right. Uh oh, we get baby. Um, she's adorable. What do we do with Millsap now, guys? What's what do we do? I think I think the actual played well um, uh, against the Grizz. thought he played pretty well. Um, going to be interesting if he plays again, what we got to do this conundrum about playing MPJ at the four or, or Millsap at the four to start the game because obviously Millsap is a leader. I, I don't think Millsap cares. I think it's just a matter of what what the team needs to do. My sweet thing. I don't think Dot agrees with me. She doesn't agree with Dad. Razan, you get the best nugget coverage in the 80909, and you also get the best. Parenting. Oh, sweetie. Can I get Dorothy? Hi. Hi, baby. Hi, baby. Hi, baby. That <laughs> Tim got it. What was Hi, the question? There we go. That's she just had to get comfy. Hey, sweet thing. Hey. Hey. Oh, come on. Hey, you little child, baby. Yeah, you talking to you. You're, you're just talking to me. I have earbuds in. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Before um, I was handed Dorothy, what was the question? <laughs> there were. Oh, what do we do with Millsap? Yeah, what do we do with Millsap? I I like Paul. I like that he uh, spent some of his childhood in Denver, in Colorado. Uh, you cut him and you sign the Marcus Aldridge. Yes. <laughs> yes. I want to. I'm sorry, man. I want to win, and I want to win a championship now. And Jokic, Jokic has even said it that he wants to win a championship with the Nuggets, and we need to put the people around him to do it. 
and you can you could I'm sorry you can cut him or Green and you could bring in Lamarcus Aldridge on maybe a veteran minimum for one for the rest of the season, and you do what you can do. You got some people to compete against. Our, I mean, I'm nervous about some teams now, even on the east side. Um, but I, I love Paul Millsap. But uh, the thought crossed my mind, Tim. Interesting take. Interesting. Will, did that thought cross your mind? Because it crossed mine. I mean, yeah. not necessarily Paul Millsap, but bringing LaMarcus Aldridge in. Uh, LaMarcus, no doubt, would uh, be able to provide more scoring than Millsap, particularly in the mid-range. I mean, LaMarcus Aldridge is a mid-range freaking maestro, man. He's like Tim Duncan in the mid-range. Yeah, mm-hmm. mid-range maestro. Uh, he can't shoot from the three, but they were just starting okay. to do that a little bit. But we don't necessarily need him to do that. Um uh, I, I, I like the idea. I, I don't know. I would rather see Nanji play more. But I, in regards with winning a championship this year, it's a, it's, it's a good idea. It makes a lot of sense, man. No. Okay. Um. Oh, my God. Hartenstein's been playing well. Yeah, guys. Yeah. He didn't play at all last night. (laughs) (laughs) He played well against Memphis. These rotations are weird, man. I just don't know what Malone's going to do on a night-by-night basis with some of these auxiliary players. It's really hard, dude. He's really setting himself up for... Unless, I don't know, do you you go old school and, like, have, like, literally two different units? You could. You could try it. This sucks that Gary Harris gets hurt every year. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Right, right, baby. I agree. Yeah, dude. I mean, if Gary was a part of our team, the Dallas uh, game is different last night just because you could defend Luca with him instead of others. And it allows Murray to actually play offense instead of worrying about defense all the time. I don't know, man. Uh, what is going on with them? I've heard uh, rumors that we're intentionally sitting him until we get rid of him. Who? Gary Harris. Oh. Have you guys heard that? I, I've heard the Barton type uh, for Danny Green rumor, which right now doesn't make a lot of sense because of how great Barton's been playing. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I said if you want to get if we get rid of Barton, I want Thibel. But I would I take that. Green. I don't want Danny Green right now. But Danny Green is Gary Harris, right? Yeah, like uh, yeah, pretty much. Isn't it the same person? I mean, Danny Green's a better outside shooter. No. Well, that depends when Gary's on or not. But yeah, you're right. He's a better. He's more consistent from the three. He defends probably not as well. I don't know, man. Are we there? Here's the question. Are we there? Are we ready to compete for a title or do we have to do something? I don't feel like we're there, man. Uh, no, no, there's another piece. There's the, the, we got to find, I don't know. It, it's so hard to tell. We've been hurt all year. Um, and a lot of new pieces, but I, I, I think there would, there needs to be, like you said, um, I wish we had a better backup center 
Yeah. And then a three in uh, an elite three and D player. Not elite, but like second tier, like a Jaw Crowder or, you know, th- those great role players that are going to make like Tori Craig on steroids. Does that make sense? Yeah, all of that makes sense. I just don't know. I'm like scraping my mind to figure out like how who that is. Yeah, how do we make this happen? Like, how, how do we fill that role? I think uh, biggest- I heard a rumor that we were interested in Belicia uh, from the the Kings for front court help, and I actually kind of like that because he's a decent shooter. I'm not worried about our front court though. I'm worried about. We need Particularly a, with everybody coming back and healthy, I hear you. We need a backup center. We don't. I mean, I love Hartenstein. I love his effort. That's front court. Sorry, front court. Yep, you're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I mean, I, lo- I love him, but we need someone. We need another piece there. I mean, Paul Millsap's not the answer. Michael Green is not the answer. They're all like six eight, six nine. Like, we need a dude to like. Just stop people when they're at the rim. Boogie Cousins, baby. <laughs> no, he won't do it. He's too old. And- uh, you need like Miles Turner, but that contract doesn't make sense. We can't afford Miles Turner. You I need- know that. Uh, I don't know how it would work out, but I know that uh, Golden State's listening to offers for Weissman. Are you kidding wow. me? I'd take I would take that. Wow. Really? I, I, I saw. I saw. Well, what did he do wrong, wrong, man? That's crazy. Where'd you see that? Clutch? It was on ESPN a couple days ago. The, wow. So is that a result of him not playing the other night? Like, he got sad. I wonder what he did. Maybe he threw I, a I, tantrum. Maybe he's not good for their culture. I mean, yeah, I don't, maybe I don't know. Yeah. Some, some, those, those established teams that have their stars, they're, they're not going to deal with it. They're going to get you out of no. there. Maybe one of the stars doesn't like him, you know, and you're not going to get rid of your stars. Hey, Bull, 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 in a pick for Weissman. And Bull, Bull will go on to do great things in their program. I think he'd probably fit pretty well. Yeah, he, he, he would rain threes. He would that rain would be a great. That'd be a great trade for them. Um, I think Bull, 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 get him in there. Weissman's awesome. Give Give Bull, Bull some steroids and get his ass in the middle. I hear you. We just don't have, we don't have like, we don't have that shot blocking. And that's why, like, I'm so pumped up when MPJ gets a blocked shot because we actually blocked a shot. <laughs> like, we don't have a, Jokic doesn't block shots, man. He doesn't block shots. So, uh, MPJ's kind of filled a role, but yeah, you can't put it on him. There's got to be a dude in the middle who kind of like just, this is the basket and you're not allowed here. You know what I mean? Like this is the basket and I'm not allowing you here. So I'll allow you to continue to shoot mid-range threes. You go ham, you do your thing. This is the basket and I'm not allowing you here. We don't have that. We don't have that. Let's bring Shaq out of retirement. Ooh, okay. Do you think a 50-year-old Mutombo could just protect the rim? Uh, yeah, I do. I really do. If that was his only job. The NBA is different now, though. He'd have to go out and guard like a five at the... Three no, he just runs his own that somehow keeps him in the middle. 
I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Look, that uh, I agree with you, man. That backup center is something that we've missed for a while. A while. That, that for a while we missed that guy who can who can bang in the low blocks and get get tough offense and defensive rebounds and who can challenge shots. I think I think Plumley was better than Hartenstein at that. Although yep. I do love Hartenstein's energy is fine, but Plumley's had two triple doubles this year. Plumley's better at that. Yeah, we're we're missing Plumley, which is weird to say. I would never. We're missing a lot of the guys. I'm sorry, man. We're missing a lot of the guys we lost this offseason. Yeah. We're finding we're finding our ways slowly but surely. But this is a very competitive West. Yeah. And we can't I be slow and surely. We have to be now is now, and we're we got to be aggressive now because time is of the essence. We're getting closer and closer every day to the end of the season, and and uh, I mean, you know, I don't know. I mean, don't we play almost every other night? For the remainder of the season, I mean, we got a lot of games to crunch yeah, in. So I do like our schedule. The next five games, I think it's. Uh, yep. I think we're like four. Honestly, I we should go four or five in the next five. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yep. But, Pacers and I, yeah, I like the schedule, I, and and it's all at home from the long road trip. I I, right. I think you know we'll we'll we'll, we'll bounce back. I, I I expect them to win four out of the next five. Ditto. That's what I think. I think I think they're all winnable. Like I think, and we're, five, and we're back in the five seed, which is nice. Uh, we'll we'll. I, I like our second half schedule. Apparently, the Jazz have an even nicer schedule than us. So, mm-hmm. what the hell? But I'm not worried about the Jazz, dude. I'm not worried about the Jazz. I mean, they're in Utah, and they stole a name from New Orleans. And it makes no sense. I'm not worried about the jazz. No jazz in Utah. No. Now, if they were the Mormons. Yeah. Oh, no. Now you're barking up the wrong tree, Dave. <laughs> Tim learned that a long time ago. <laughs> uh, I love you guys. Is there anything else we need to cover? I think we're good, man. Excited that we'll have a lot more to talk about next week. Game wise, the Nuggets. Just uh, how about a shout out to what's his name, uh, Karis Levert, who uh, Karis Levert. Getting, yeah, I mean that dude just got back from uh, having a cancerous Michigan man. Cancer. Yeah, had, had had cancer in his leg and they removed it and he just played his first game last night. He's a good player. Good for he him. is. In the is. No, I just, loss. Did they lose? Dave? what? The Michigan loss. Is that when he played? No, no, no. He's an NBA player. He plays for uh, an NBA player. Karis Levert. He was part of the trade that got hardened to the Nets. And that, and that during Great his uh, for the Nets. No, uh, but dur- during his uh, during his physical, they found cancer in his leg. Right now he's back. Now he's back. So just a shout out to that guy, man. Coming back yeah. from that, that's not easy. Be careful uh, picking your Michigan Wolverines on the on the bracket. Isaiah Livers is out. For indefinitely, their best player. Definitely, their yeah. best player. Yeah, it's no bueno. Um, <laughs> do you guys want to make a prediction now on your final four? They'll do one. Yeah, let's let's pick our final four and then ooh. Well, we don't even know who's in it yet. I haven't even looked at the bracket yet. But you can uh, throw it out there. Okay. Well. Well. Okay. Well, we haven't even looked at the bracket yet. Two questions. Two questions. Two questions. You can do that next week. 
Well, yeah, we will do that next week. All right, first of all, does CSU make it now? Because they lost to Utah State. Mm, probably I not. say yes. I say yes, but I, I'm also afraid it's not happening. No, they're they're on the bubble, but I mean, I'd like to see them in there. I think I think it'd be great for the for the Mountain West to have a couple more, you know, have another team in there. Well, if they get in, the Mountain West gets three teams in. That seems that'd be great. Pretty lofty. Um, CU, do they make it to the Sweet Sixteen? Yes. Got to look at the bracket. Well, they're gonna get. They're gonna be a five or six seed, I think. I think they could, no doubt. They could make it to the Elite Eight, possibly, depending on their matchups. Ooh, the Elite Eight. I like it. Okay. I, I, I have faith in them, man. I, I've watched them play. I, I watched them play a lot, man. Um, Me too. Yeah. More, more so this year than I have in the past. And I honestly think, uh, you know, I mean, depending on their matchups and everything, I don't see the Sweet 16 as being lofty. Uh, but depending on their matchups, I could see them going to the Elite Eight for sure. Yeah. I, uh, you know, what separates people in the tourney is guard play. Uh, do you have a guard who can do things that other people can't? McKinley mm-hmm. Wright is that guard. Uh, I'm not ready to make a prediction, Elite Eight. I think they will make the Sweet 16. No, I'm just saying it could happen. It's not a prediction. Okay. Who is do, – does Michigan make the Final Four? No. No. Does Texas make the Final Four? Our guard play, like you said, is important, and Texas has got three great uh, – upperclassmen at the guard position and plus they have Jericho Sims who is uh can't shoot a free throw to save his life but that dude is freaking awesome Does so I say you... go ahead I think they could do it. I mean depending on that again obviously this is me trying to back out a little bit but depending on their matchups I could see them making it to the final four for sure the, well, back, yeah. the big 12 the big 12 and the big 10 are the two best conferences in the in the nation this year. I think the big 10's a little overrated uh will do you think Michigan? You don't think they'll make the final? Well, if if Liver uh, if Liver is playing, then yeah, I think they can make the final four, no doubt. They played a, had a great season. Liver's is out. Uh, they could they could make the Sweet Sixteen, but they will lose in the Sweet Sixteen. Okay, potentially depending on matchups. Okay, I mean, they almost beat Ohio State without Livers. Uh, right. That's a good team, and I like what Jawan Howard's building there. Um, but um, yeah, Jawan Howard. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't. It's going to be tough for them to go past the Sweet 16 without Livers. If Livers comes back in the next two weeks and they can get through the first round and then he comes back, uh, I still think they can't because some of that, you know, he, he, it's just going to be different. Um, yeah, I foresee them losing in the Sweet 16 maybe a little Does Gonzaga win the national championship? Ooh, they're good. They are good, but they play in a weak conference. Uh so, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it'd be nice. Uh, for I bet they lose the Sweet 16 Elite Eight, too, huh? They're, they're pretty legit, but they could they could make it, you know, Elite Eight, Final Four. But I don't, I don't see them winning a national championship. I mean, I don't uh, know. They're just a little too overrated. Um, What about Duke? Are they actually going to let Duke in this tourney? Because that would piss me off. No, it's bullshit if they do. They had a horrible season. They don't are they going to let Duke in? Yes or no? Oh, I hope no. not. No. no. Yes or no? No. Ten? I'll say no. No, they don't deserve it. It's not about them deserving it. Are they going to let them in? If they do, it's bullshit. Well, they are. that's not what I'm asking, Tim. Are they letting them in? I don't know. Dave? 
I don't think they belong in there. They had a horrible season. They're not very good. And they're letting them in, just so you guys know. They're going to let them in. They're going to sneak that freaking team in. And uh, they won't do much. Yeah. They're going to sneak Duke in. It's unfortunate. And that's Duke will take the place of a team like Colorado State, who has deserved it mm-hmm. after an entire season of actually playing games mm-hmm. and not being on protocol and like doing everything right. Mm-hmm. You know? That's what's going to happen. It's unfortunate. It is. They don't deserve it. All right. Any other questions we need to have answered right now? I don't think so. Uh, Baylor's the number one overall seed. All right. Did they just report it? Yeah. Uh... I'm trying to pull it up. Baylor's the number one overall. That's I think, what I just saw. So they're ahead of Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, um, Baylor, Baylor has two losses, but they played in a legit conference. Right. So, I mean, I'm sorry. Even though you have two losses, you deserve some more respect than somebody who plays in a weaker conference. Uh-huh. Strength the schedule, Dave. SOS, man. Yeah, I mean, strength of schedule is is big, man. Um, all right. Hey, we need to figure this out. Uh, we will be doing a Bros on Nuds bracket challenge. I'll be inviting all former guests. If you guys want in, just holler. Tim, well, what do you think? Yeah, let's do it. I'm excited for it. Happy to see the tourney back. Fun, man. I'm, <laughs> hopefully, we'll, we'll, we'll send it out to all our, uh, you know, 10. So, well, how many subscribers do we have? We can put it in the link, right? Uh, and everything and see who wants to join. So, yeah, pretty much, Will. Invite everybody uh, we can. Maybe it'll be more than 20 people. That would be cool, too. <laughs> it'll be 20 people. It'll be like 10. I love Dave, did you see the light? Did you see the license plate uh, yes. covers I yes. I created? Oh, that's like pretty it. sweet. Yeah, I'll take it. Uh, on on just a off chance, I get a wild hair at my butt. Who's likely to actually put that on their car? I'll do it, Dave. You would do it, Will? <laughs> yeah, whatever, dude. I just wanted to I wanted to make sure you guys were on board before I went out and bought them. I'm yeah. in. I'm in. Okay. If you think it seems to say something better than the best coverage in the 80909, let me know. No. I like it. Sweet. That's going to happen then. Uh, I love you guys. I'm going to end the show if we want to hang out. Yeah. Oh, I thought you already ended out. (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah. I love you guys too. Peace. Uh, Take care. We'll be safe. Bye.